Welcome to the drdavidmarlin.com Stable Science Podcast. I'm Dr. David Marlin, and along with a great team of experts, I'm helping horse owners and riders achieve optimal performance for their much-loved horses. In these podcasts, we will discuss science-led research, technology, information, and advice to help you care for your horses so they may live healthier, happier, and longer lives. To support the podcast and all our research and science for horses, go to our website, www.drdavidmarlin.com, and to learn more about what we do and the hot topics under discussion, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi there and welcome to this podcast on equine nutrition with me, Dr. David Marlin. Now this podcast is loosely based around a Facebook Live event I did recently on equine nutrition and specifically looking at the sort of information I've collected over the past five to ten years from horse owners on the problems that they have with their horses, particularly from a nutritional point of view. Um, the nutrition questionnaire that I use with horse owners is around 50 questions long and it asks uh, a wide variety of questions starting with uh, questions about the horse, its temperament, age, sex breed things like that um, what it's used for what sort of feeds it's on uh, what sort of work it's in uh, vaccination teeth uh, illness all sorts of questions like that it probably takes around 45 to minutes to an hour to fill in um, and at the end I ask owners you know what they're concerned about and usually after getting that information I will go back to owners and ask them for much more information to kind of fill in any gaps um, but then I can offer some advice so what I'm going to talk about in this podcast is the sort of things that these questionnaires have thrown up and also what the most common sort of advice I give is so the first thing is what a horse owner is concerned about well 
gastric ulcers is at the moment or has been for, for several years the number one um not just gastric ulcers also do also ask me about hindgut ulcers as well uh i would say also a uh, same amount of questions are about weight management either horses that struggle to maintain weight um or uh, struggle to, to lose weight and then ridden behavior and stress are probably the next most common in terms of uh what what sex of horses it's pretty much 60% geldings about 42% uh fillies mares and then uh the one or two percent colts or stallions in terms of body condition uh just over 50 percent of owners say their horse is just right with slightly more overweight again perhaps not a surprise about 25 percent saying they're under eight underweight whereas only about 12 percent saying they're slightly under and then very overweight and and in poor condition are about five percent each uh a lot of people say their horses are good doers. In fact, more people say their horses are good doers than average, about 45%, whereas only about 42% are average, and around 15% say their horses are poor doers. Uh, if I ask people, do they want their horse to lose weight, maintain weight, or gain weight, we've got around 60% saying they want them to maintain weight, and 20% lose and 20% to gain. In terms of how long people have owned their horse before coming to me for advice, this is quite an interesting one because the majority have either either owned them for two to five years, that's about 35%, or more than five years, which is 32%. So only about 10% of people coming to me have had them for less than uh, a couple of years so it's interesting it seems to be either they've spent you know perhaps one or two years uh, or hopefully not five years trying to find answers to questions or these are problems that have occurred relatively recently in terms of how uh, horses are kept I would say 60% of these are horses that are kept uh, stabled, either individual stables, blocks of stables, or in barn-type environments. Um, so majority of them are kept inside, at least for part of the, of the day. If we look at what people say they mainly do with their horse, the majority of them seem to be hacking pleasure and dressage. And what's interesting is with, for example, gastric ulcers, we tend to see a lower risk in horses that are used for pleasure riding. Um, so it, it's interesting that for me, I say particularly most of the uh, questions or most of the people who want advice, maybe over 60% are involved in not in competitive uh, sport with their horse. In terms of the types of forage people are feeding, uh, the most common are ryegrass, timothy, meadow or seed, haze. Uh, probably around, for most of these, three to four times as many people are feeding hay as are feeding haylage. So whilst haylage has become more common, um, still hay dominates. If we ask about people's pasture there does seem to be uh, 
quite a, a number of people who are struggling with pasture that is overgrazed, uh, with 40% of owners identifying their pasture as overgrazed when they're given the criteria of uh, that it's less than one inch high. In terms of feeds per day, the majority of people, about 75%, are still on uh, two feeds per, per day. Uh, very few people are on three, about 10% of people on three, uh, and maybe only one or 2% on four or more feeds a day. 82% say their horses have a salt block. And what's interesting here is uh, these salt blocks are, on average are lasting for at least four to six months. We have some owners saying they last a year uh, and 10% and of owners saying they actually never have to replace them. And if we work that out in terms of intake uh, in grams for a one kilogram block, if it lasts your horse a month, then on average your horse is taking in about 33%, sorry, 33 grams of salt a day. If it lasts two to three months, then that's about 13 grams a day. If it lasts four to six months, we're talking somewhere around seven grams a day. And if it lasts your horse a year, on average, your horse is taking three grams a day, um, which, are, you know, once we get down to there, it's probably not doing very much. In terms of drop-ins, 70% uh, of people report their horses' drop-ins are normal. And a very few percent, only 2% report them as being slightly hard or very hard. Interestingly, we have 21% of people saying that their horse's drop-ins are slightly soft and 6% uh, very soft. So there is a tendency towards softer than normal or at least per perceived to be softer than normal drop-ins. And of course, soft, loose drop-ins are an indication of uh, GI disturbance. In terms of what people say are the biggest problems when they're traveling their horses or stabling away from home, again, loose drop-ins is the most common, around what a third of horse owners saying that's a problem. Uh, about 12-13% say reduced drinking or going off feed, and 6% uh, reporting colic, and 2.5% reporting uh, exacerbation of respiratory problems. In terms of uh, horses that have had uh, previously a, a particular health problem or currently have a health problem when the owner's feed it, filling in the uh, questionnaire, again, loose problems comes up as number one, 37%. Um, Gastric ulcers, also 35%. Lameness, 30%. Uh, back pain, 31%. Skin reactions, 27%. Colic, 25%. So there's a lot of uh, potentially nutritionally related problems. Lameness, obviously, less so. Back pain, less so likely to be related to back pain directly, uh, to, to nutrition directly. Of course, a horse that's overweight might suffer from lameness or back pain. Fortunately, horse owners are seeking uh, advice from their vets. From my questionnaires... Uh, about 17% had seen their vet this week, uh, about 12% last week, and 50% uh, had seen their vet within the past three months. If we ask about the issues that they're contacting me uh, and whether you, they discuss them with their vet, 
the really encouraging thing is, yes, 70% of owners contacting me had discussed the, uh, the problem that they're concerned about with their vet. And often part of my advice will be to go back and discuss this again with their vet, perhaps, you know, with asking uh, or raising a couple of different questions, something new that perhaps hasn't been covered or asking for uh, perhaps even a better explanation of something. So the most common things that I'm being asked or the owners are concerned about, gastric ulcers, hindgut ulcers, loose droppings, uh, losing weight, recurrent colic, uh, recurrent gastric ulcers, behaviour, older horses and ponies, fitness and performance and also muscle problems. And in terms of the most common advice that I give, now please remember this is very general. I've looked back through over 900 of these questionnaires and I, I've taken uh, a, a view on what my main advice was from these. But as I say, this is very general um, and doesn't particularly apply to, say, gastric ulcers or hindgut ulcers. This is, this is general across all the problems. The first thing I, I often uh, advise is don't make any sudden changes to the diet or management. The only possible exception might be there to remove all hard feeds and all supplements in certain cases where we might con consider there's some uh, an allergy going on or where there's severe GI disturbance. Um, but the next stage would be looking to usually simplify the diet, especially when there are multiple feeds and supplements. Um, I usually suggest removing iron supplements, or I often suggest removing iron supplements. I often advise soaking or steaming hay, uh, increasing forage intake, increasing meal frequency. We saw already that 70% of owners are only feeding two meals a day, and increasing that to say three or four meals i know this can be difficult uh, to manage with horses sometimes but that can actually solve a lot of problems add in some salt into the diet adding in a probiotic into the diet probiotics can help particularly in horses that uh, are prone to losing weight or are prone to recurrent colic uh, removing starch but also adding starch for some horses as well, particularly for performance horses. Stop using or advice to stop using small bowl automatic waterers. Again, in horses with impaction colic, I would suggest moving over to buckets um, and, and closing off automatic waterers, especially if they are the ones that make a noise, because it's been shown in several studies that these can reduce water intake. Uh, Another piece of common advice would be to add in a source of oil. And as I've already mentioned, going back and talking to your vet. So we will look at nutrition again in the new year. Um, but this is, as I say, is just an insight into the sort of things owners are most commonly contacting me about and some of the most common advice that I'm giving out. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and the Stable Science series. If you want to learn more about this topic and our work, head over to the drdavidmarlin.com website. Our website and community of members discuss a wide breadth of topics and the website houses thousands of articles, webinars, videos and research, all designed to help horse owners, riders, trainers and breeders achieve optimal performance for their much-loved horses. The drdavidmarlin.com site is an independent information resource for all equestrians, a source of unbiased, science-based research. To learn more about what we do and the hot topics under discussion, follow us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter.